You are now listening to an Ashford Community Church podcast. Join us as we listen to a message by Pastor Claudio Santilli from the Free Indeed Seminar. Free Indeed, Chapter 2, Trees of Iniquity and Souls Mapping. Uh, today we want to look at the concepts of iniquity and sin. So let's see the difference, which is very important. Romans chapter 4, verse 7 says, Blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven and whose sins are covered. So let's look at lawless deeds. This is precisely the word for iniquities. Uh, iniquity in Greek is anomia. It's uh, Strong's G458. It's A plus nomos is the absence of the God's law. It's a person that is living without the law. It's the denial of the law. It's the illegality. It's the lack of compliance with law, violation of law, contempt for law, iniquity and pity. It's a condition of the heart. So it is the root of the problem. Iniquity is what you have in your heart that is against God's law, is against the pattern. It is the root of the problem. Is If we consider the symbology of a plantation, it is the planting within the soul. It is the tree, is the originator of all transgression. The other word is sin. Sin in Greek is hamartia. In the Strong's is G266. Hamartia means erring the target, being error, failing in the path of justice and honor, violating the law of God. So the sin or to sin is a, to err, to offend the law is typically an act, is the fruit of that tree. So iniquity is the root uh, sin is the fruit. Hallelujah. So I think that, that explains a lot of things. So let's think about the origin of iniquity. Where did it start? This is starting the heart of uh, an angelical being, a cherubim called, uh, in, in the Latin version of the Bible, called Lucifer. Lucifer conceived in his heart an evil plan. He wants to be like the Most High, to receive an authority that was not due to him, to receive the adoration that is only due to the glorious God. So if we read in Ezekiel 28, let's only look the verse 15 and 16. It says, talking about him, You were perfect in your ways from the day you were created. Therefore, God created Lucifer, the Carib. Uh, perfect, no flaws. Uh, till iniquity was found in you. By the abundance of your trading, you became filled with violence in, with him, and you sinned. Therefore, I cast you as a profane thing out of the mountain of God, and I destroy you, O covering cherub, from the midst of the fiery stones. So in Hebrew, iniquity 
in Strong's is FL, age 5766. It can be interpreted as injustice, malignity, wickedness. And then Isaiah 14, verse 12 to 14, it is like an x-ray on the heart of this cherub. It says, how you are falling from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. That's where the, the name Lucifer comes, son of the morning. It is the beginning of the creation. God created the angels and all perfect. How you are cut down to the ground, you who weaken the nations. For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will all sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I'll be like the Most High. That's what he intended. And that's how God is allowing this plan to come to pass to finally judge and remove it from creation. <clears throat> what is the iniquity of Lucifer? Rebellion against God covetousness to have and to be what God did not destine him to be. Separation of the source of life, virtue and power, which is God. So he wants to be like God. He wants to receive the adoration. He wants to be recognized as such among angels and among men. And then when God uh, judged the sins of angels and reconstruct the earth, and put the man on the new earth, re rebuilt to receive the man with a biological life and water. Now, Lucifer comes through the serpent and brings the fall of man. So iniquity was transferred from his heart to the heart of man. Uh, what happened? God allowed man, Adam and Eve, to take his decision or their decision. Uh, which tree you want? You, you want the tree of life, which would uh, keep you connect to God forever with the Zoe life, the life of the spirit. Or you want the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which they selected. They decide to go with the with the fruit of the tree of uh, knowledge of good and evil, man reject the command because that, that fruit was prohibited by God. Man reject the command and dominion of God and decide to go in an independent path. Uh, heard the serpent's comment, which was Satan's, you know, the old serpent is, is the dragon, it's uh, Satan and uh, devil. He heard and put the words of the devil on the same level of the words of the Lord and decides to take uh, his conclusion by his mind. So by the lust of his eyes, by the lust of his flesh, by the pride of his uh, body, his flesh. And in that moment, iniquity was transferred to his heart and he became a sinner. Amen? This is very important. All, all that is written in Genesis 2 and the fall in Genesis 3. And uh, iniquity of man can be considered the Lucifer-induced rebellion 
covetousness, to be knowledgeable of good and evil, separation from the source of life. So whatever happened in the hearts of Lucifer happened in the hearts of men. Uh, the difference is that God decided to save men. So he started moving with forgiveness, mercy, and redemption, which was not known by the devil. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But now let's see. Item four is identifying the plantations in our soul to be uprooted. So let's understand what is the final result of this process. Man is a land in his soul that receives seeds that develop and become trees or plantations. There are trees of wicked seeds which develop a plantation with the roots, stems, branches, and fruits. The seed is the word energized by the unclean spirit. This is the evil seeds. Demons come to nest in the branches of these trees. That's the, the, the real figure of what happens in the soul of man. When we accept Jesus, we receive a new human spirit, a new heart, based on the promise in Ezekiel 36, 26 and on, and the presence of the Spirit of the Lord in our recreated, regenerated spirit. Consider that this event forms the basis, the root of the tree of righteousness, which must grow out of man's recreated spirit. So it is a process from the spirit to transform the soul and advance through the soul so that it may bear the fruit of righteousness. There will be in the soul of man that accepts Jesus a battle of trees because that is a red, uh, there are red trees uh, of iniquity. So uh, two natures uh, fighting and that is a decision for the born-again man to let the Lord destroy the other trees, the evil trees, and let the tree of righteousness to grow and dominate the whole uh, soul of man. And uh, therefore, having the conquest of the spirit on the soul. This is a, a pretty awesome process. But let's see in the Bible, Matthew 13, 22. Now he who received the seed among the thorns, this is the parable of the seed of the sower. So he who receives seed among the thorns is he who hears the words and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becomes unfruitful. So now he's talking about those trees of iniquity uh, dominating and uh, competing and destroying the trees of righteousness that is started with the good word of the Lord. So uh, there is a battle between, you know, good seed and bad seed, good plantation and bad plantation inside of the soul. We are not uh, uh, one only tree as a man, but we are forests. That is very important to understand, okay? And Matthew 7, verse 17 to 20 says, Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. 
A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits you will know them. But uh, you see, if you think that a man is a tree, if he is cut down and thrown into the fire, it's, uh, you know, uh, eternal damnation. But if a man is a forest, the bad trees of his, his soul and his heart will be removed. So this is a cleansing and cleaning process by the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. But by your fruits, by their fruits, you will know if the person is dominated by weak, uh, iniquity or is dominated by righteousness. And Paul says in 1 Corinthians 3, 9, For we are God's fellow workers, you are God's fields. So, comproving, whether it's construction or plantation, Paul used the same figure of plantation and construction, saying, you are God's field, you are God's building. So, if we are God's field, we can receive good seeds, but we can also have bad seeds. And uh, whatever tree develops and grows uh, can dominate our behavior. Matthew 12, 33 to 35. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or else make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For a tree is known by its fruits. Brood of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? Oh my God. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, brings forth good things. And an evil man, out of the evil treasure, brings forth evil things. So, we need to define if we are going to allow, <coughs> excuse me, the tree of righteousness to grow and dominate and show the Christ nature in us, the new nature because we are new creation in Christ Jesus. Or if the person resists, the person will keep showing the bad fruits out of the bad trees. So what is the solution is on our item five, the mission of the Messiah. This is very important. Uh, John the Baptist uh, saw it in a spirit. He was the Elijah releasing the ministry of Elisha. Elisha in, at that moment was Jesus and John was the Elijah. And uh, he was paving the way, preparing the way and releasing the baptism over Jesus. But let's read Matthew 3, 10 to 12. We'll uh, review in our hearts, you know, the mission of the Messiah. And even now, the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree which does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Pay attention. John the Baptist saying, verse 11, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance but he who is coming after me is mightier than I oh here comes the Messiah whose sandals I am not worthy to carry he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire 
Amen. Hallelujah. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Receive. Receive the power of God. But it continues. Baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. And uh, pay attention. Holy Spirit from inside. Holy Spirit from outside. It is a baptism. It's a submerging you into the Holy Spirit and putting you on fire to be effective. The action of the Spirit. But then it, it continues. His winnowing fan is in his hand and he will truly clean out his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire pay attention that uh, he starts with the axe the axe is laid to the root of the trees that's how Jesus can remove the bad plantations, can remove the, the iniquity, can remove the lack of compliance to God's law by the influence of those bad trees. He, he goes with the axe, it's a spiritual axe that will start uh, destroying the root of those trees and cleaning the fields for the good tree of righteousness to grow and dominate in the soul, which means mind, emotions, and decisions. That's the power and the authority of the Messiah to remove from our soul the evil crops of weakness. John the Baptist saying that he will come with an axe to uproot the trees that do not produce good fruits. Then... The pouring out of the spirit and fire and after the cleaning of his threshing floor. Because by, <clears throat> by uh, uprooting the trees, now you need to remove right all the trash. Hallelujah. So that's what we, we want you to understand. In the process of deliverance and healing, we need to identify the plantations in our soul. The plantations that... Uh, tend to force us into the evil way, um, to help us to organize. I'm putting together 12 types of trees, and I want you to think about it and consider your life, because uh, most of the iniquities and sins come out of those 12 trees. 12 types of trees I, or, I try to organize and uh, you may identify some more but uh, let's, let's stay there, let's go there the first tree plantations of iniquity, the first tree will, will be called a pride of arrogance so this is a tree, a person that uh, tends to consider himself uh, better bigger than the others and despise the other and even the despise God some they they really think they are better and superior some use the pride as a defensive weapon because they feel they are not that good they are hurt so pride can be a defensive system in the soul let's read first Peter 5 verse 5 to 6. It says, likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. 
For God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. So, God resists the proud. It's not the devil, it's God that resists the proud. We cannot uh, cry out and, you know, rebuke and say, Satan, get out of my way if I'm not humble enough before God, you know. It's written in James 4, 6, but he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourselves, Okay. And on Proverbs 30, 13 says, There is a generation, oh, how lofty are their eyes, and their eyelids are lifted up. This is pride. And uh, pride is uh, coming from a tree of in iniquity. That's the first tree that we want to mention. The second tree is called envy and jealousy inherit from Cain. If you remember the first and the second sons of Adam and Eve, uh, Genesis 4, verse 4 to 7, it's written, Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and of their fat. So he killed the animal and offered a sacrifice with blood to the Lord, which was precisely what God was uh, expecting from every sinner, has been expecting from every sinner, uh, from the first sin until the cross, the fact of the cross, the perfect sacrifice. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering, but he did not respect Cain in his offering. And Cain was very angry and his countenance fell. So the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? And why has your countenance fallen? If you do well, you will not be accepted. And if you do not do well, sin lies at the door. And its desire is for you or is against you. But you should roll over it. So that is the starting point of an envy and jealousy between brothers. And... Uh, in the old nature, we all inherit that. I think most of us can admit that we had problems competing with brothers or sisters. This is a, it, this is a curse. And we need to uh, seek uh, the action of the Messiah, Jesus Christ, in our soul to remove that tree to be in the cooperation, to be in loving, to be submissive, to, to desire the success and prosperity of our brothers and sisters, because this is extensive, you know, it's in the natural realm and also in the spiritual realm, how many brothers and sisters in the church compete and try to destroy each other based on that curse and that uh, tree of iniquity. That's the second one. The third one is lust, sexual immorality. That also brings envy because they, uh, let's read then you understand James 4 verse 1 and 2 says, Where do wars and fights come from among you? 
Do they not come from your desires for pleasure that were in your members? You lust and do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight and war, yet you do not have because you do not ask. And it continues, you know, asking wrongly, you know, for your pleasures. So the lust, the sexual morality, the desires uh, drive man into fights and wars and violence with him. And... Uh, One of the commandments, Exodus 20, verse 17, says, You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, nor anything that is your neighbor's. So, uh, Colossians 3, verse 5 and 6, Therefore put to death your members which are on the earth. And now it will be listing the iniquities and sins, fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. Because of these things, the wrath, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of obedience. So this is the third tree. So far we mentioned first tree, pride, second tree, envy and jealousy. Third tree, lust, sexual morality. Let's go to the fourth tree. We are just mentioning and then we are going to pray and break this curse up upon our lives and uh, ask the Lord to just come and destroy those, those trees and let the tree of righteousness dominate in our thoughts, feelings, decisions. Violence, death, wrath. This is the fourth tree. Matthew 5, 21, 22. You have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not murder. And whoever murders will be in danger of the judgment. But I say to you that whoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whoever says to his brother, Haka, shall be in danger of the council. But whoever says, you fool, shall be in danger of hell fire. Oh my, my, my God. We are talking about uh, violence, uh, murder, death, wrath, anger, enmities. This is all based in one tree, that tree of violence, that tree of anger, that tree of uh, uh, murder. <clears throat> Colossians 3.8, it brings also a list of sins connect to this iniquity. But now you yourselves are to put off all this. Anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filth language out of your mouth. And now Galatians 5 verse 19 to 20 talking about the works of the flesh. Now the works of the flesh are evident which are And pay attention because there is a list of uh, uh, sins or works of the flesh based on the sexual immorality. And there is a list based on violence, anger, wrath, and murder. It says adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness. And then it comes, verse 20, idolatry, sorcery. And then it comes hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies. 
Amen. So far, we we've seen four trees of uh, iniquity. Now we come to the fifth tree. The fifth tree is now uh, lies and hypocrisy or life of appearance. You see that when that tree dominates, the person lives for the appearance. The, the main point for the person is what people think about it. What people think about him, what people think about her. And that was precisely the problem with the Pharisees. Uh, Jesus rebuke, rebukes in Matthew 23, verse 27 to 38. But let's just say 27 to 28. Who to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites? For you are like whitewashed tombs, which indeed appear beautiful outwardly, but inside are full of dead men's bones and all uncleanness. Even so, you outwardly appear righteous to men, but inside you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. Oh, my God. So, <clears throat> this is a tree that needs to be removed. God knows us better, so you need to pay attention to God and have, develop the heart of Dave's, a man according to God's heart. So, uh knowing that God knows us. And what is the point of building a reputation with man and not having a reputation with God and walking in a system that is not based on grace? And now, you know, pride may come into play. So the fifth tree is lies, hypocrisy, life of appearance. The sixth tree is idolatry, re religiosity, traditions. The invisible idol inside the heart is the real problem. The visible is used by Satan as point of legality. As the heart is compromised with idols, it is not available to truly love the Lord your God. Matthew 15, verse 6 to 9, Jesus says, Thus you have made the commandment of God of no effect by your tradition. Hypocrites, well did Isaiah prophesy about you, saying, These people draw near to me with their mouth, and honor be me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. And in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines, the commandments of man. Oh my God. God wants to be worshipped in the spirit and truth. So the truth of the, the word of God and flowing in the spirit and loving the Lord and being connected to the Lord in love and being submissive, walking in obedience. But when you are just uh, with that appearance and uh, trusting traditions and doing things in a mechanic way, you drive the presence of the Lord away from your life. So must be removed all idols, all idolatries, all the idols of Egypt in your heart, all the traditions, all the, the connection with the name of the, 
the 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 ministry of the church you know considering that uh, your tribe is better than the others your church your denomination is better this is religiosity this is idolatry this is tradition the the <coughs> excuse me the doctrine of my church what they say what i think is right and not considering the word of the lord we got to remove that. The seven tree is now rebellion. No submission. The, the, it, it pushed the man to, to act as independent. So it's independence, isolation. So 1 Samuel 15, verse 22 to 23, the prophet says to the king, has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifice as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to heed than the fat of rams. For rebellion, pay attention, is as the sin of witchcraft. Oh my God, oh my God, look at that. And stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he also has rejected you from being king. And that was a dead sentence for Saul. Uh, obedience is the, is the opposite of rebellion. You see, in every tree of uh, uh, wickedness, we see the virtue, the opposite, you know, here in rebellion, independence, no submission, uh, the tendency to be alone, to be isolated, you don't go to the church, you don't work with your brothers, you don't feel like you don't need people. This is a root of rebellion, needs to be uprooted from your soul. Hallelujah. And you see how, how it goes? Uh, the first commandment, with promise, Ephesians 6, verse 1 to 3, says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. You see, the first lesson that we are we're supposed to learn is obedience. Obeying the parents to go well. Obeying the parents to live long on earth. So obedience is key and uh, rebellion is a tree of iniquity that needs to be removed. The eighth tree now is fear, anxiety, insecurity. Anxiety, let's define, because fear everybody knows, but anxiety sometimes is, is, is hard to understand. It's a vague worry or feeling that something bad or uncertain will happen. Anxiety has the I in the middle of three letters to the right, three letters to the left, which is kind of interesting, you know, to think about I, 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 based on my power, based on my resource, you know, trusting me as my own resource. Uh, anxiety drives you or shows you that you are not trusting the Lord. And 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us spirit of fear. In these times, you know, of uh, uh, plagues and uh, recessions or whatever, uh, rumors of wars, fear is a real factor. 
and faith in the Lord is the, the virtue that comes against fear. I have faith in the Lord. I trust in my Lord. And I remove the anxiety out of my heart. I remove the fear out of my heart. I don't live in insecurity. I trust. I'm based on my faith, on my confidence in the Lord. Amen. So God gave me a spirit of power and love and sound mind. 2 Timothy 1.7 the ninth tree now is sadness, bitterness. Oh, my God. We've been commenting about bitterness. Some of the prophets become bitter. And that root of bitterness, bitterness destroys the man of God, the woman of God. So we need to pay attention to that. Hebrews 12, 15 says, Looking carefully, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God. Lest any root of bitterness, perceive if there is a root, there is a tree. Root of bitterness springing up cause trouble, and by these many become defiled. Oh my God, it is amazing how a bitter person persecutes and tries to destroy. Don't be bitter and let the Lord remove the tree of bitterness and also sadness because the kingdom of God is joy peace and righteousness so sadness destroys destroys a man of god second corinthians 7 10 for godly sorrow produces repentance leading to salvation is a good sorrow but not uh, not to be regretted but the sorrow of the world produces death so sorrow Sadness, bitterness is, is another very important tree of weakness, needs to be removed. The tenth one, we, we almost there. The tenth one is greed, love for money, for power. Jesus says on Matthew 6, 24, No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other you cannot serve god and mammon the riches so you cannot have love for money love for riches love for power uh, this is part of the old nature the new nature you walk in generosity and you're not attached to those things First Timothy 6, 9, 10 says, But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and harmful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Is a root of all kinds of evil. Love for money love of money for which some have strayed from the faith in their greedness and pierced themselves through with many sorrows so greed love for money or love of money a love of power is <clears throat> the tenth one the eleventh one is addiction drugs disconnection with a very strong spirit called Beelzebub. addiction drugs smoking alcohol witchcraft it's called in the galatians 5 20 there is a list of works of the flesh and one of them is called sorcery it's called in greek pharmakeia is witchcraft 
The pharmacia is associated with the use of administering drugs, poisoning, but all sorcery, magical arts connect to idolatry. The problem with drugs is not the chemical itself, but is the altar that brings the spirit of witchcraft. The liquor house is called spirit, so you know what you're drinking. All addiction is based on spiritual dominion. We need to break down this tree because it grows and dominates. It's very strong and needs to be break down. Okay? And the last one that we'll be mentioning in this study is self-righteousness. <clears throat> self-righteousness is, is trouble because the person does not accept to be judged or criticized and doesn't want to be in that position, so escapes from any type of judgment. But 1 Corinthians 11:31, Paul is instructing us to judge ourselves. For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. Self-righteousness is the refuse to judge yourself. You place yourself above God's law. This is real iniquity. You pretend you don't have any need for forgiveness. So self-righteousness with pride, it is a stronghold that would destroy a man of God. <clears throat> Proverbs 30:12 says there is a generation that is pure in, in its own eyes, yet is not washed from its filthiness. Oh my God. And remember on Luke 7, when Jesus stepped into the house of Simon the Pharisee, and a woman came inside and started, you know, at the feet of Jesus, crying and uh, anointing and uh, weeping and cleaning with uh, her hairs. And uh, Simon, the Pharisee, judged Jesus, kind of saying, uh, in my words, uh, he's a false prophet, because if he was a real prophet, he would know what type of woman uh, this, this one is, who is touching him. And then Jesus uh, explained to him the difference between her heart and the Pharisees' hearts. And uh, finally, on verse 47, Luke 7, 47, Jesus says, Therefore I say to you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. She understood she needs forgiveness. Jesus continues, But to whom little is forgiven, the same loves little. Amen. So it's very important to get rid of the 12 trees. And now I'm inviting you to come with a renunciation prayer. That's the effective work of the Spirit, giving the power and authority to the Holy Spirit to do His work. <clears throat> By our word. So, I want you to follow with me this renunciation prayer, and then you can adapt to your case. Uh, this is a base case and a renunciation all over the 12 trees, okay? We pray before God the Father, 
God the Son and God the Holy Spirit before the angels, before the principalities and powers, and before the church of Jesus Christ. I reaffirm that Jesus Christ of Nazareth is my Lord, my Savior, my King and my God whom I serve. I serve no other. I declare that Jesus Christ took all my sins upon himself at the cross. I reaffirm that I have renounced Satan and his demons and all his works. And to make this very clear, I will renounce by placing upon the cross of Christ and asking forgiveness of the Lord the following iniquities and sins. So now we are going to renounce specifically, okay? The 12 trees. The first one, I confess the root of pride in my soul that I have considered myself superior to other people, despising them and even in many situations despising God. I renounce this cursed inheritance and authorize the Lord to destroy this tree within my soul by the root, plucking it and drying it within me. I receive from God the planting of justice and equity that gives me the humility of the Lord. I depend on your mercy, Lord, and grace in all that I will be and accomplish in the name of Jesus Christ, my Lord. Second tree, I confess the root of envy and jealousy in my soul, that I have allowed this feeling against the success of my brothers, family, and friends to invade and dominate my heart. I renounce this cursed inheritance and authorize the Lord to destroy this tree within my soul by the root, plucking it and drying it within me. I receive from God the plantation of justice and equity that gives me true love to my brothers, family and friends, and above all, to the Lord. I depend on your mercy and grace, Lord, in all that I will be and accomplish in the name of Jesus Christ, my Lord. Amen. Third tree. I confess the root of covetousness and sexual immorality in my soul, that I have nurtured evil desires concerning people who do not belong to me. I also confess the root of envy in my soul. I have desired things, positions, honor that do not belong to me, and I have nurtured antagonistic feelings against those who have been blessed and honored. I renounce this cursed inheritance and authorize the Lord to destroy this tree within my soul by the root plucking it and drying it within me. I receive from God the plantation of justice and equity that gives me the purity and kindness of the Lord. I depend on your mercy and grace in all that I will be and accomplish in the name of Jesus Christ, my Lord. Amen. That is the third. The fourth tree. I confess root of violence and death in my soul, that I have nurtured feelings of violence, revenge, and death in my heart, against people and even against myself. I renounce this cursed inheritance and authorize the Lord to destroy this tree within my soul by the root, plucking it and drying it within me. I receive from God the plantation of justice and equity that gives me the love, the meekness, the goodness of the Lord. 
I depend on your mercy and grace in all that I will be and accomplish in the name of Jesus Christ, my Lord. Amen. 53. I confess the root of lies and hypocrisy in my soul, that I have lived a life of appearance, trying to impress people and falsifying my identity for various reasons. I understand that Satan is the father of lies and that my Lord wants me to radically live the truth in everything. I renounce this cursed inheritance and authorize the Lord to destroy this tree within my soul by the root, plucking it and drying it within me. I receive from God the plantation of justice and equity that gives me the love of truth and the courage to be true in everything. Hallelujah. 6.3. I confess the root of idolatry and religiosity in my soul that I have related to other gods and authorized evil entities to set my pattern of religion, despising God and His word. I renounce this cursed inheritance and authorize the Lord to destroy this tree within my soul by the root, plucking it and drying it within me. I receive from God a plantation of justice and equity that gives me a heart to relate to God in, in the right way to love Him in all my heart, and to live the essence of His words. 7.3. I confess the root of rebellion and independence in my soul, that I have lived in contradiction to the authority constituted by God, whether parents, pastors, leaders, chiefs, husband, for rejecting authority. I confess that I have fled from situations and been isolated, not allowing myself to be treated and developing dependency regarding people, and especially with regard to God. As God requires obedience, this root of rebellion is iniquity in my soul and the base of other sins. I renounce this cursed inheritance and authorize the Lord to destroy this tree within my soul by the root plucking it and drying it within me. I receive from God the plantation of justice and equity that gives me the ability to obey the Lord and the vessels chosen by Him. Amen. A3. I confess root of fear, anxiety, and security in my soul, that I have allowed fear, insecurity, and anxiety to control me, affect my emotional stability, not considering the Lord in my life, I renounce this cursed inheritance and authorize the Lord to destroy this tree within my soul by the root, plucking it and drying it within me. I receive from God the plantation of justice and equity that gives me the security and peace of the Lord. Hallelujah. 9.3. I confess the root of sadness and bitterness in my soul that I have allowed sadness to invade and remain my heart. The bitterness of soul dominates and contaminates me, affecting my emotional stability, not considering the Lord in my life. I renounce this cursed inheritance and authorize the Lord to destroy this tree within my soul by the root, plucking it and drying it within me. I receive from God the plantation of justice and equity that gives me the security and peace of the Lord. Hallelujah. The tenth tree, I confess the root of greed and love for money in my soul, that I have kept this attitude of heart in my life, 
I renounce this cursed inheritance and authorize the Lord to destroy this tree within my soul by the root, plugging it and drying it within me. I receive from God the plantation of justice and equity that gives me a generous heart to relate to goods and people in the right way, to love them with all my heart and to live the sense of your words. Thank you, Jesus. Eleventh, I confess the root of addictions, drugs, alcoholism, and smoking my soul that I got involved with this aspect in my life, which generated obsession and slavery. I renounce this cursed inheritance and authorize the Lord to destroy this tree within my soul by the root, plucking it and drying it within me. I receive from God a plantation of justice and equity that gives me a heart free from evil moorings, prisons and desires, enabling me to live the sense of your words. And finally, the, the twelfth, the last one, I confess the root of self-righteousness in my soul, that I have considered myself superior to the law of God, exempt from responsibility with the Lord in the face of my deeds and my iniquity, despising God. I renounce this cursed inheritance and authorize the Lord to destroy this tree within my soul by the root, plucking it and drying it within me. I receive from God a planting of justice and equity that gives me the humility of the Lord. I depend on your mercy and grace in all that I will be and accomplish in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. I hope that helps you to identify and map your soul in the areas of iniquity, specific areas that need to be attacked and allow the Messiah of Israel, Jesus Christ, to remove from your soul and let letting the, the plantation of righteousness to dominate, then you will be able to manifest only one nature, the nature of Jesus Christ in you. May the Lord bless you with this uh, ministration. God bless you all. Thank you for listening. For more info on the Free Indeed podcast, please visit us at www.ashfordcc.com.